What's up, people? I am so excited to tell you about NordVPN, okay? Because I travel all the time, whether it's on a cruise ship, another country, a military base. And now sometimes I can't watch the UFC because where I'm at doesn't have it. Well, now I can because NordVPN makes it so that I can watch the UFC from different territories via streaming. It lets you change your computer's location to come from anywhere in the world. How cool is that? You might be wondering, what's a VPN? Okay, I know I was. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. And it's a service that protects your internet connection and privacy online. It uses it, it creates an encrypted tunnel for your data. It protects your online identity by hiding your IP address. It allows you to use public Wi-Fi hotspots safely. Yes, so no one will track you or hack you, yada, yada. No one likes to be watched or tracked. I don't. Even if you have nothing to hide, still, we want our privacy, which is why it's important to step up your privacy game. Whether you're browsing through a VPN, when you are doing that, okay, your traffic is encrypted so that no one can see what you're doing online, all right? I know a lot of our listeners like to, you know, be private. I've met some of you guys, and I can understand why. Here are a few reasons why you need a VPN, okay? Use public Wi-Fi regularly. You want to access your content. You want to stay safer online. And you're an avid gamer. So you get your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash roasted. You can get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus four months for free. That's the best deal ever, right? It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. I am so pumped because now I can watch the fights from wherever I am. Because so many times I'm like trying to watch the fights and I'm like, it's the most frustrating thing ever. Well, now my life is going to change thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN, check it out. Highly recommend. You'll be thanking me later. Let me bang you, I do let you bang. Let me bang you, man. I let you bang. I let you bang. Greetings, Marriage of Virgins. Go for Jesus. No for Jesus, people. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Hey, welcome to Brando MMA Roasted Podcast. I'm here with Bill Dawes, who is bald uh, for an acting role. Can we talk about it or not? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, so you <laughs> shaved your head for a role on a TV show. Yeah, for uh, let me put it this way, for for scale. How about that? Yeah, it was. Um, so it's should I say okay? It's the Lord Michaels show. So uh, I guess he's he. He's used to get with your head. I'm like, I have a ball cap. And they're like, no. But this I'm is like, can I get more money? Can I get more money? They're like, no. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but it's a, it's like a recurring character? No, it's just a guest star. That's the thing. It's like, what? Whatever, what? man. You are, the, you are the most, like, you are so, I don't know what they did to you at, like, Princeton. Or, like, what <laughs> your parents did to you. Or I think all your parents are, like, geniuses, right? That's the problem? My brothers are, yeah. Your brothers are all genius. So they're all like brown, they're all with the brown or something. They're all like millionaires. So it's like, no matter what you do, you think is not good enough because. Well, I mean, Adam, don't you feel the same way? Isn't that like the, the curse of being human? 
I mean, I try to not do that though. Like, I I don't think you try not. I don't think you care because like you you're sitting there. You were just on a show with uh, uh, the girl who won an Oscar, Hillary Swank. Hillary yeah. Swank. You had a huge role on that. Um, now you're playing a a guest star on an HBO show produced by Lauren Michaels, who's you know arguably one of the best TV producers of all time. Uh, for Saturday Night Live, you know, a show running for like forty five years, and you're still like. Yeah, whatever. It's as if you're like doing extra work or not even that. I mean, you just don't even it's crazy. You know what it no it is, Adam. I mean and maybe you feel the same way, but like sometimes like you 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 have an idea about what it is that will make you happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I get my series regular, if I get my Netflix special, you have these ideas and then they keep you keep moving the goalposts what that is. So for me, yeah, I want to be I like mean, a series regular. I understand that. I I'm in therapy once a week and, uh, and also trying to figure out like, you know, basically like, like I, I love, I love my dad, my, my dad and me, we, you know, we have, we have our ups and downs, but you know, for him, it was always like, we're going to make you a household name. We're going to make you a household name. We're going to get you to be a, and then that became my goal, you know, yeah. but I had to realize that my goal was never to be a household name. When I, when I came into when I wanted to become a comedian, it wasn't like, Oh, I have to be a household name. It was like, well, I want to be a professional comic. Like, how cool would yeah. that be to do what yeah. I do and love? And then that once I realized that, like, I was putting other people's goals and making them my goals, um, which is very easy to do today in like social media and everything, where you're like, people are like, oh, you're irrelevant, or I never heard of you, or this or that, yeah. you know. And then you start doing that, or how many followers do you have, or your <laughs> video only got eight hundred and twenty-two views, and this one has five hundred thousand views. Like, bro. I know people yeah. with millions of views, millions of followers, and they're working at Postmates or they're working for whatever. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And uh, for me, I had to not let other people's goals become my goals. Hey, Violet, what's up? You're hungry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you want to eat? Oh, you have you have food next to you. There's there's still the muffin there and everything else. Well, I mean, for you, Adam, it's like you get to work most club in the country most club most clubs in anywhere obviously in la they all work with you everyone works with you everyone loves you you have how many comedy specials you have a wife and kid and a, and a podcast and you're like you know yeah but of course like, me, yeah but, so. but i look at but i look at like guys who like theo vaughn who i started before him and i used to give him spots and then he's selling out arenas you know and he's doing yeah. He has a tour bus or whatever. So I have to not look at that, you know, because for every, for every field bond you look at, there's 25,000 people that started before me that I passed yeah. or, yeah. or people that like, I started doing comedy that just quit. You never, you always forget the people that quit, which is like 99%. Yeah. But uh, and you, and always, you always forget, and we we both love Theo. Vaughn. You also forget, like you know, Theo Vaughn's had 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 a lot of issues dealing with his fame. You know, it's it's fucked him up in a lot of ways. He's had to go to therapy. He's he's wrestled with it a lot. It's not like this. You're just given a golden ticket that makes you happy forever. Well, speaking you of know? wrestling, uh, so I was coaching yesterday because uh, that's the that's the thing I realized that like you have to do in Hollywood is you can't make it just about your career. You'll go crazy. 100%. You go crazy. You need something else. If it's a jujitsu class or a boxing class or something, you, you can't. These people that like just make it about their career. I, a couple people like Whitney Cummings. I saw her just make it about her career and yep. succeed. But other people, they end up like it's it's over. They have nothing. Even if they make it, they have nothing. Um, yeah. So like I try to coach, 
you know, I've been coaching 14 years wrestling and, and that like keeps me grounded. It keeps me human, but man, it's funny. Like, cause like, I'm like, okay, guys, we're doing yesterday. I was like, we're doing drills. All right. So uh, uh, everyone in Superman position, right. Which is basically you stand up one guy's in Superman, one guy's down for a double leg, blow the whistle live. Cause right now it's all about live, you know, figuring out where their bodies are technique and live, you know, and they all yeah. want to be live, which is great. Uh, but I got to be like, okay, Superman or Superwoman, because we have girls on the team, or a Super They. You know, like, I, <laughs> I never had to do Super They before. Dude, I got this one kid on my team who literally, like, last year I had to call his mom and be like, has, uh, I'll call him Steve. Has Steve talked to you about practice? I threw him out of nine practices out of 10, right? Because he was just mouthing off, arguing. His move was always better, you know? And then, of course, the mom's like, oh, it's practice. He, he really likes wrestling. Has he told you that he got thrown out of nine practices so far? No, he didn't mention that. Uh, and then that became like, yeah, yeah, I had to throw. She's like, that's, she goes, wrestling is usually when his medication wears off. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? So uh, you guys are both on stage. I can't see either of you. Dawes, can, can you hear me, Bill? Bill? Dalton? Is there, uh, okay, yeah. He goes, medication is what he goes, that's what it is. So then I tell him yesterday, because everything I say, the kid has something to say, right? So I go, bro. I, I told him, I didn't say bro. I said, listen, if you have a question or something to say, just say it to yourself, not out loud. Uh, yeah. And that's how, that's yeah. how we're going to do things from now on. But before we go on to the rest, because like, we got to talk about strip clubs and shows and everything else, we got an absolute killer joining us. This guy right here is, what, 9-0? 8-0? No? 9-0? 8-0. 8-0. And Bill, you know, like if you if you had a video game, and you wanted to put together the perfect fighter, not to hype this kid. I, I honestly yeah. think that he's the like strength, like technique. The kid looks like an Adonis. Uh, I know. So, can we talk about looks? Like you're way too good looking to be fighting. What's happening here? This is like a, a Paige Van Sant male situation. <laughs> hey man, I I love what I do. I'm not. I didn't get a modeling career, so fighting it is. And he does everything right. And, and it seems like he only knows four moves. But the four moves he knows, he does them. Yeah. He does them perfectly. Like he's got a, a blast double that's like literally just like even like a it's like a Jordan Burroughs double. It's like head on head right in the middle, picks people up, dumps them on their head. He knows how to punch. He knows like he has a good right and a good left hook. And I don't even know if he knows submissions. But but every no one's even want to round off this kid. Uh, what's what's your background, Dalton Rosta? Uh, it's Rasta, but uh, better my my background. Sorry to correct you. It's just yeah, I got you. The, yeah, I so the rest of the interview, you don't keep messing it up. But uh, I started off wrestling whenever I was like six years old. Wrestled till I was seven, so about two years, and uh, I got out of it. And then I started wrestling and doing jujitsu again whenever I was twelve. I started boxing when I was eleven. So I've dabbled in a little bit of everything. And then when high school came around, I was just focusing on wrestling and football. I initially went to college to wrestle on a full scholarship at Seton Hill University. And then I transferred to Youngstown State to play football. After I got hurt, I wanted to continue my athletic career. So I got back into jiu-jitsu and boxing with the intention of becoming an MMA fighter. But it was just jiu-jitsu and boxing at first. I wasn't at an MMA gym. I was doing everything separately. Now, it was your, your wrestling coach in college must have been thrilled that you got a full ride and quit to play football. <laughs> well, the, the kind, I didn't really quit. Uh, I got injured, uh, tore my, my PCL, my MCL, meniscus, all that shit. 
What's a PCL? I've never heard of a PCL. It's in the back of your knee. I, I couldn't tell you what it stands for. It's just an acronym for it. But uh, so long story short, me and him had a falling out because whenever I got injured, he was trying to push me to still practice. And the physical therapist was like, something's really wrong. Like his knee isn't stable. We've been doing physical therapy for, you know, three, four weeks. It's not improving. And he, so he started having me get on the bike and doing the ropes during practice just to stay in shape. And uh, PSACs rolled around, couldn't wrestle in PSACs. At the end of the day, ended up transferring because we had a, a falling out. We weren't getting along anymore. Uh, you know, he accused me of skipping my doctor's appointment when the doctor called me at like the doctor's office called me at like 6.30 a.m. And my appointment was for like 7.30 a.m. And they called me beforehand, said that we're going to have to reschedule because the doctor had a, a family emergency or something. I forget what the, the reasoning was. But he, I walked into practice that day ready to ride the bike and do the ropes. And he was like, why'd you miss your doctor's appointment? I was like, I didn't. They rescheduled. He's like, yeah, they rescheduled because you missed it. And I was like, listen, coach. I was like, my, my phone's down the locker room. We were t uh, practicing at the top. We didn't really have a wrestling room yet. We were at, in the top of an old gym at Seton Hill. And the locker rooms were down on the first level. So I took the elevator down. Went and got my phone, brought it back. It had the timestamp on it of like 6.30. I let him listen to the, to the voicemail, and it said exactly what I just told you guys. And instead of apology, I didn't need an apology. You know, I'm a man. At the end of the day, you know, I, I knew I was right. I knew what he was accusing me of was false, and I didn't need an apology, but it was just the way that he acted after that. He didn't offer an apology. He looked straightforward, didn't admit he was wrong, didn't try to make amends. The the uh, friction in the relationship and the – uh just the relationship itself like remained. So nothing really fixed after that, even though I was, I wasn't in the wrong and uh, it just continued to spiral downhill and long story short, ended up transferring because of it. How many uh, did you place in the nationals or did you make the nationals? Did you win anything? I transferred, I transferred before that, but I was ranked at the time fifth in the country in division two. Uh, I actually beat the number two guy. He was from Gannon. I beat him like three to one, uh, a buzzer, beat the buzzer, takedown. Uh, so I was doing really well. I was like 23 and four on the season. Uh, who knows what I would have done? You know, I can't speak for that because I didn't get to wrestle at regionals or anything, but I was doing very well and I was beating a lot of the top ranked guys. Also beat Sawyer Leplo, who was ranked sixth. That's how I got bumped up to fifth. Uh, I beat him pretty bad, like 11 to two or something. Uh, so like I said, I was doing very well. I didn't really want to transfer, but the, it really wasn't working out between me and my coach, so. Hey man, so I, 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 it said that you started lifting weights at nine. <laughs> ten. They, they had that off by year. It's ten years old. Ten, was your I mean, dad like pushing you? Was your dad like you're gonna be a champion? So it wasn't with the intention of necessarily being a champion in May. He just wanted to turn me into like an athletic machine. So you're from so Pennsylvania. It, was he in the like the was he in the mining industry? Was he like no? He dick? was. He drove a cement truck. He was in the cat. It was called Castle Builder Supply. He he laid yep. cement. He drove truck for them. And like from the time I was 10 years old, I was actually just talking with it about it with the gym owner yesterday. I was in Newcastle and the gym owner that of the gym I was at at the time was on the lower west side. Now it's up in the Union Plaza. And we were talking about how my dad had me in there at 10 years old, lifting weights, bench pressing, you know, squatting, doing all that shit at 10 years old, which it's ill advised by doctors and stuff. <laughs> you think? But my dad was my dad was trying to turn me into a machine. He had me taking the creatine, the amino acids, the protein, everything right after I worked out. And it was at with the intention of being Wait, a special you're on ten, at 10? Yeah, 10 years old, man. And uh, I mean, I, I think it, it worked out, you know. It worked. I, I, what the fuck? Yeah. Now we know the, now we know the secret to good parenting. 
I mean, that's <laughs> crazy. I mean, I never heard it. That's isn't that like steroids at ten years old? I mean, did you have a must? You must have had like a, the only guy with hair on his balls and fucking ten. Like you must have like everyone must have been scared of you and in the locker room and stuff. That, Actually, I was a late bloomer. I didn't start going through puberty until I was probably like fifteen years old. Wow. But yeah, but my dad had me lifting at ten years old, and it was uh, probably stunted because all the creatine and shit you were taking. <laughs> possibly. Yeah. But I w- I wouldn't go back and change it, man. It, yeah. it made me into the athlete I am today. You know, when I, by the time I got to high school. I was the strongest football player on my football team. And that's including all the offensive linemen, defensive linemen. I weighed 190 pounds my senior year, 195. And I was bench pressing 355 pounds. Jesus. The most on the team. And I was squatting twice over twice my weight. So I, I wouldn't change it. Now, it said you were 240. When, when were you 240? Um, after I – like, so – when I was recovering from my knee injury in football, so this is why I actually stopped playing football. I had another knee injury on the same exact knee, retore the same exact injury that I had whenever I was at Seton Hill that I already had surgery on and didn't get cleared for spring ball in time. But I was doing all the working out, taking all the supplements, the mass gainers, the protein, the creatine, everything to try and enhance my recovery. And I was gaining weight because of it. And I was about, I wasn't obviously wasn't doing any cardio because I couldn't run because of my knee. And I got up to about 240 pounds. That was the end of my sophomore year, beginning of my junior year. Oh, it's hard to interrupt. My, my, my daughter is sick today from school. So she came while you were talking, she came up to me and said, daddy, the banana you gave me has a little bit of rotten in it. So I had to go downstairs and get her another, a different banana. So while you were talking, I was getting my kid. I don't want you to think okay. I'm not, I don't even want to think I'm not professional here. Okay. Uh, very, very professional. I just, I had to get my kid a banana that didn't have any black in it. All right. So, uh, it's all good. Or, or brown. I had to leave, I had to leave podcast before for a second to take care of my dog before. So got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, and because, and because you, uh, you switched uh, the time, we're now joined by somebody else. Uh, so, uh, I got Dalton and Kay on, by the way. You know Kay Hansen? Yes, hi. Hey, uh, you're how are you? A, Kay, you're here with an undefeated fighter uh, from Bellator, ranked number five, or was ranked number five. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the rankings are now. I'm assuming they're going to stay the same just because I didn't get the finish. But never, never lost a round, right? Never. Oh. Never lost a round as an amateur. Uh-uh. Are you up for the title fight next? No, not next. Uh, maybe two fights, I would say. The problem uh, is his teammate is his is is the champion, in Johnny Evelyn. Oh shit! So, There's where yes. the drama comes. So are no, you guys- it's not going to be any drama. At the end of the day, we're professionals. If we have to fight each other, uh, it's business only. But do you guys still Dalton, train doesn't it help you just to find a little bit of something that you hate about him, just to feel you, just something that just annoys you, like anything. That doesn't help at all. No, it doesn't fight me. When I'm fight, when I fight, I'm like calm and collected. Like I'm not zero emotion. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. Kay, by the way, uh, Kay was a uh, an Invicta fighter. So this girl right here, I'll tell her whole life story in two minutes. I'm gonna fuck it up. Are we only getting interviewing good looking people today? What's going on? Yeah, so she I'm was thinking. sixteen. She was sixteen years old. Offered a uh, allegedly offered a scholarship to Harvard for softball. Uh, started taking jujitsu. Loved jujitsu. Said, fuck it. Dropped out of high school, became a pro fighter. Was the youngest girl to fight in the UFC ever. Like, uh, she 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 started winning really what well. What age? At, what, 19? Um, 20. 
20 years old in the UFC, right? Yeah. She won her first couple fights, had a three-fight skid, all decisions, never been finished. This girl yeah. can take a shot in the face, right? I mean, she's a monster, right? <laughs> uh, she's Now she's 23 years old. She's in Invicta now, but she also does OnlyFans, and she's making a killing. She's like rich. She's like everyone in the world wants her OnlyFans to the point where even like Barrochina hit on her. Uh, yeah. Paulo Costa said he wanted to go swimming with her, but she got married to a, a wrestling coach um, who is a very nice guy. It, was, it wasn't a coach. It's not the, the typical student coach. It was a training partner. Yeah. So different. <laughs> don't yeah. categorize me as that, but it was just a training partner. <laughs> yes. And now I don't understand people get so mad at you. Like, what, what did you do to anybody? Oh, what's going on? I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't know. I've been with Invicta, like at a pro level, obviously I made my pro debut with them since I was 18. So I feel like ever since I was 18, I've been like to the public eye, I guess. And people always got something mean to say. I don't know. I turned my comments and shit off because I was like, you guys do too much. Like, it's just too much for me. But um, I don't know. At the end of the day, people are going to hate you regardless. You know but what I mean? you've been nice to everybody. You've never done anything. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know. I've always been pretty nice. I don't have any like unnecessary drama or beef or whatever, but. I think it's the OnlyFans thing. I think a lot of people like look down on it, which is like, whatever. If that's your opinion, that's your opinion. But at the end of the day, it like allows me to structure my training camps. Like I don't have to get a second job. I don't have to fight for financial reasons. Like I'm just fighting because I love it. And people assume that I spend all day, every day, like focusing on OnlyFans. And it's like, it's actually quite the opposite. I can spend my whole day focused on my training camp or my training in general. And it's nice. No, I don't know this I for can't a fact. OnlyFans. Go on, Bill. Well, can't only fans also? It's not things that are of a sexual nature. Can't only fans also just be exclusive content to you doing? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Is, like, obviously, it's, it's some exclusive content, but I, I also like I'm on there just like chatting. I have a lot of people on there who just like to talk to me, and they just pay the subscription to talk. And I post all my train content on there too. Like, it's not only like, you know what I mean? What everyone else thinks. Like, it's a lot of training yeah. content. It's a lot of behind the scenes content. Like. Yeah. Um, of just like my life and like there's actually a lot of nice people on there believe it or not like people are always like oh it must be a bunch of creeps and it's like obviously there's a few because of the nature of the website but there's all there's like a lot of nice people that just want to like talk and like get to know like a professional athlete so it's kind of cool now dalton are you on OnlyFans too <laughs> no no i am not now is it you making have... you think maybe you should try it though just no <laughs> no it's not for me do you have a girlfriend yes i have a girlfriend now, how long you had this girlfriend for? We've been together for a little bit over two years now. Well, good. So she's with you when you're no one even knows you. So like when you're, the, when you're yeah, when you're the champion, forget about it. Like then that that's that's the girl you want because after you become the Bellator champion, which is gonna happen, uh, you know, um, and uh, all the girls are gonna come out on you know, it's like a, it's gonna be a million bucks, right? Is it gonna be like some kind of tournament that you're gonna win? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're doing the tournament at 185 or not next. I, I've heard rumors, but uh, I'm not 100% sure. Got it. Got it. Now, um, are you also in AEW wrestling? I'm not signed to them. It was just kind of like one-off appearances and stuff like that. We kind of just went for, for fun, really. Uh, how's that? Were you a good guy or bad guy? We, I mean, we were all bad guys. We were <laughs> going in there ruining people's matches and shit. That's are you afraid awesome. when you do something like wrestling like that that you could injure yourself? You're like, I fucked up my MMA, MMA maker doing this goofball. I'm sorry, not to disrespect wrestling. Wrestling is amazing. But aren't you a little bit worried like you could injure yourself just doing that? 
over your MMA, which you're more passionate about? No, I mean, I play, I still play basketball every now and then. I mean, if like my friends wanted to play pickup football or something, I would do that shit too. But I, I mean, I, I don't want to exclude certain things from my life just because I fight MMA. You know, there's a risk of injury of anything. I could, I can get injured moving furniture. Yeah, that's true. Now, uh, <laughs> you guys watched the UFC fights last week, all of us. Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about that. What's up, Alec? <laughs> what? So why do you have Danny Wilson on your uh, name, by the way? Oh, it's my little sister's Zoom. So back in COVID, I like helped her set this up, and like I never made myself an account. So it's my little sister's name. Hi, my, Violet. My my my, my uh, kid's sick today. Well, I'm. I'm you know, you should give her. You should Adam give her creatine. Give her tons yes. of creatine. <laughs> Protein so, shakes. So let's talk about let's talk about Patty Pimlet because I've never. Like when this guy first came to the UFC, his his chin is straight up. Now, granted, I don't think he does himself any favor with that haircut. Every time he gets hit, his hair goes flying. Sometimes it looks like he's a lot more hurt than he actually is. And I think they're actually like the to everyone else is like, oh shit, he's really hurt. But I'm like, during a fight, your corner shouldn't have to tell you to put your hands up. It just seems like that should kind of be a given uh, during a fight. Like, I mean. Look, I'm, I'm I'm no fighter, but I think that like you should have like the basics. But it seems like this guy is just it, they're gonna have a tough time carefully matching him up because eventually he's gonna he's the guy's, the guy's gonna lose because he's just not an elite fighter. He, he's an entertaining guy. He's he's a character. He's fun, but yeah. I don't see this lasting too long. Uh, Dalton, what I'm are you feeling? Like a, a the same push almost they tried to give Connor, but I think Connor had a little more like poison skill to back it up. You know yeah. what I mean? But I do sense the same like kind of push because he is entertaining and people like his social media presence and the persona he puts out there. But I don't know. I personally like, I wouldn't say um, Gordon got robbed, but I do think Gordon won that fight personally. Um, I thought he won the first <clears throat> the third round, but I don't know. Dalton. What? I mean, I think, I think he won. Gordon won. Uh, and personally, I never thought Patty Pimlet was that good to begin with. I just think he got exposed in this fight. So, I mean, like you said, it's going to be hard to give him favorable matchups if that's what they're trying to do, if they're trying to build him. Yeah. I mean, it's so bad that, like, they're actually investigating the judge now. You know what no. I mean? That judge is, like, under well, review. Okay, there was worse decisions on the yeah. Bellator card. Did you watch the Bellator card? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. There was worse decisions. I mean, it was Cody Law. Cody, yeah. Cody Law got robbed. He was on the fight. He was on top for two thirds of the fight, and they he lost. And on his on his feet, he was landing the better shots and stuff. You know, he was getting walked down and he was backing up a lot, but he was the one landing more shots. And uh, and then he was on top most of the time. He was landing from top. It wasn't like he wasn't being active. Um, and then Danny Sabatello, a lot of people were saying that could go either way. But, I mean, if if controlled – because before before the fights, they were talking about the judging criteria. And duration is part of the judging criteria. Like, yeah. how long are you uh, controlling the fight on your feet? How long are you outstriking your opponent? That's duration. How long are you controlling your opponent on the ground? That's duration. After yeah. that, it's damage. Or it's damage first, then it's duration. On top of that, it's like other things like cage control, area control. Um, and if you go back and look at that fight, I mean, 
it was back and forth. It was two, two going into the, to the fifth round. I don't think anybody will argue that, but I think Danny won the fight. He controlled him the entire third round and they gave it to Rafi on sauce because he was doing this literally elbowing him this hard when, uh, Danny had his back and he was just throwing elbows back like this little soft elbows, like had no damage, no effect. And they probably scored that. Yeah, probably. Did people boo when, when it was announced that he lost? Um, was it that bad? You don't remember? Yeah, I don't remember. I I remember the reaction to him just leaving the cage, you know, immediately, like not even sticking around, uh, for the entire decision or interview or anything. He like just ran out of the cage right away. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people doing a lot of decisions, you know, not just those two. Well, this is like with Patty, like everyone, it's just so funny because everyone was loving this guy. I mean, he was like the, everyone loved him. And then all of a sudden, he goes after Ariel, which was kind of a strange move. And then he becomes like Dana White. He does the whole like making food with Dana White. And then all of a sudden Barstool Sports is giving him money. And now he became the whole world. I mean, literally his last fight, he was like, I want to dedicate this to people with mental health. And everyone's like, yay, what a great guy. And they're <laughs> crying and they love him. And now people are like, fuck this guy. I hate this guy. But it, he didn't do himself any favors by telling everyone anyone who thinks I could lost is a hater and they could eat my ass. I mean, that's not the well, best. He was like, when he said, I, I didn't even think that fight was close. I was like, well, then you're lying because I've been in close yeah. fights where I've won that I've been like, okay, like, you know what I mean? That was a close fight. So if you're sitting here on, and you get on the mic and you're like, that wasn't even a close fight. Why are you guys surprised? It's kind of like, what are you, we're not delusional. Like you can't gaslight us into thinking that you yeah. actually like won every single round. And also saying he coasted when he was like, yeah. oh, well, I won the first two, so I coasted the third. Like, mm-hmm. literally, that's the that's why you can't have open scoring, because yeah. people will just do that. People will yeah. just be like, fuck it. I, 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 yeah. I, love, I like open scoring, though. I was, really? the first, I was the first fight that did it with Invicta back in, I don't even know when it was, 2019, maybe. And I like it, because I feel like with me as a fighter, like, if I think I'm up two and then I realize that the judge like maybe robbed me a one or something, then I'm like, okay, then like, I don't know. I think the judges are like, not all judges, but they can be kind of unpredictable and a little incompetent sometimes. So I would rather know if, you know, I'm up or down on the scorecards apparent, uh, according to the judges. Like, obviously, like I know where my coaches will tell me, you know, but the judges could have a whole different idea. So like as a fighter, I'd rather not be blindsided and be like, what the hell? Like, you know what I mean? And just see it round by round. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the opposite end of that, the opposite end of that is going to be that if somebody's down or it's yeah. 1-1, they're going to try to win the third round. Or if they're down 2-0, now they're going to, you know, go all out and try to get the knockout. Right. Yeah. Right. No, you're right. I mean, you're right. So why don't you like it, Adam? What What don't you like about well, it? Well, I just, I mean, I didn't like it because of what Patty did. Of I'm up two. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah. And I, I yeah, just yeah. Like fighters coasting or avoiding. Yeah. But... I mean, it was uh, yeah. Look, I'm a fan of Patty. He could have just had a bad. I would, I would say he just could have had an off night. But every single one of his fights, his chin is straight up, and he gets rocked, and then he comes back. <laughs> but yeah. they keep putting him against. For a while, they were giving him against like jujitsu guys or not great strikers, you know. But eventually, it's like, although I kind of thought the same thing with O'Malley in the beginning. I'm like, okay, O'Malley. Yeah. When he goes up against a, like a Division One wrestler, he's gonna yeah. have a tough time. I'm like, this dude's gonna have a tough time, and uh, he proved me wrong because he's just been. I mean, I thought Peter Yan was gonna run through him. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is I still think cool. I still think Yan won that fight personally too. 
Yeah. But that was a good fight. Like you can't that one was way closer than Patty and Gordon this last weekend. Like I'm less mad about that one. Don, but. what do you think about O'Malley? I like O'Malley. I think it's yeah. funny. I think he's like uh you know, our substitute Conor McGregor, really. <laughs> but uh with the Yawn and O'Malley fight, that was really close. So it could go either way. It just depends on the judges that night. You can't be mad. If they called it for Yawn, you can't be mad about it. If they call it for O'Malley, you can't be mad about it. So I think you gotta have like a really crazy haircut in order to like get the judges to like you. I think that's the role. That's what we're learning. Maybe also, that haircut. I put a post of like the judges were oasis, but I did it boastfully on his haircut, and then everyone's like, No, they're from this part of England. Oh god. And everyone's like, and this guy hates that guy and jokes on you. And I'm like, dude, I don't really oh, Jesus. Like, I was really about the haircut. Um so the now the Ankalaya fight, which Dana White was like, this was he's like I tuned out after the third. I, I didn't think it was that bad of a fight. I thought it was a pretty yeah. Good I didn't. Fight. I didn't watch the fight. I didn't watch that one. I didn't catch the entire UFC card, but I I, I can't really give my two cents on that one. Uh, yeah, I caught I caught the first two rounds of that one, and then I it, you know it was one of those things where like you kind of wish there was pride judging in a way because yeah. It was, they called it a draw, but the the rounds that Uncle I have won were so much better. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I don't think it was a 10-8 round, but they were so much more dominant. So you were like, oh, this guy won the fight. But then you go, well, if you go round by round, I can kind of see how it was a draw. And you know what? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what a lot of people mistake, though. It is judged round by round. Yeah. You, you, can, you can call it round by round, and then at the end of the fight, you're like, well, overall, it's a fight this person won, but they could have still lost because it's still 3-2. You know, now Bellator next year is going to be on CBS, right? Yes. No, oh, nice. You, are you excited for that? Because I feel like Showtime, it just gets buried on Showtime. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, and not everybody has Showtime. You know, you have to add it to your cable plan if you're watching it on cable or you have to get the app. And uh, a lot of people just because I think this actually hurts them a little bit where they put the prelims on YouTube. And like people be like, all right, I was watching the prelims on YouTube, but I didn't know how to watch the main card or, or vice versa. I tried to in this showtime to watch the prelims, but they weren't on there. So I think people get mixed up a lot, even though if somebody actually pays enough attention, you can tell where the uh, fights are going to be. But a lot of people I get it still to this day, people I know when I post the fight card, they'll like it. They'll comment, say, let's go shit like that. And then they'll text me the day of the fight. What time are you fighting? What times the fight start? What channel? What is it on YouTube? Is it on Showtime? What like what's it on? And I'm like, and I tell them every time, like I can't give you a time unless I'm starting. If I'm starting the main card, and the main card starts at nine. Okay, I'm fighting at nine. But if yeah. I, if the prelims start at six and I'm middle of the prelims or the end of the prelims, all the fights can be finishes or all the fights can be decisions. I don't know what fucking time I'm gonna fight. Were you in the gym uh, during the whole Colby Covington drama? No, I wasn't there yet. Oh, okay. Is that good? I mean, what was from, all the what, drama? What, so what, he what was, he was over at uh, American Top Team, and he caught, and then he got into it with Masvidal. They were best friends, and then they yeah. became mortal enemies. Masvidal like punched him outside of a restaurant, yeah. and now he's suing for brain damage or something. Um, <laughs> and then Poirier was his teammate too, and then they got into it. Now he he just it's just like Masvidal versus American Top Team. And uh, Dalton's over an American top team. So I was just wondering what uh, what his thoughts on all that was. 
Um, I mean, I never met the dude, to be honest with you. And there's some people in the gym that say, like, he, honestly, he was a good guy, but he just has the shtick for for fighting, you know, and he's like putting on a show and he just pisses a lot of people off. But like, if you talk to him in person, like he was a super nice guy. He always, always helping people out, always helping the younger guys, trying to help them develop, uh, always offering a hand, shit like that. Like even the man, gym manager, Primo would tell me like, yeah, he's always super nice to me. I liked him a lot, blah, 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 but they had a falling out, you know, and him and Masvidal were like almost gotten fights in the gym multiple times, I guess. This is just, you know, handed down information from everybody at the gym and so they had them training at separate times and there was times where they'd overlap sometimes and they'd almost fight and somebody would have to leave the gym they eventually kicked both out uh and this is coming straight from dan lambert he kicked both out and uh a lot of the fighters that were at att that trained with masvidal when he was there were going to like paulino's to train so they were like asking like somebody would need a sparring partner they'd ask you know sabah or charlie decca or somebody like that. And then they'd be like, Oh, I can't spar with him. Cause I'm going to work out with Masvidal. And he said it became a problem and everybody kept asking to have Masvidal just come back. So eventually they let Masvidal back. Got it. Yeah. No, Kobe's always been super nice to me. And like, and, and so is Masvidal. I think it's one of those things where if you know, both those guys, you, you'd like them, but there was a lot of drama before you got there. The Hector Lombard years where he would like knock people out during shadow boxing and stuff. Um, that, <laughs> those were, <laughs> some of the funniest stories you look annoyed dalton am i annoying you with these with these questions no not oh. at all i'm sorry if i uh if i came off that way no i feel like i'm bothering you i i you seem like a nice guy but you seem like the kind of guy i don't want first of all i would never bring you around my wife because uh it would be like, <laughs> it's just definitely this guy definitely like you know not the kind of guy you want to bring around i mean you must back what? in youngstown you must have got tons of pussy right come on he's a christian what are you doing <laughs> but Dalton, why don't you do the Luke Rock Rockhold, and why, why don't you do uh, get a modeling career too? Come on, you can be like Luke. Well, I got cauliflower here now, so I don't know if anybody's going to pick me up for that. Uh, <laughs> too far gone. Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, now, now, Kay Hansen. So, when's your next fight? I don't know. I got a shattered knuckle right now, so I'm out of commission. Oh, what happened? Wrestling. I like shot a high C and I like jammed both of these fingers and it like uh, shattered the base of the next finger knuckle. So it's been, it's already been eight weeks. I went to the doctor and he says another eight to 12. Luckily there's not enough ligament damage for surgery, but it's just another eight to 12 to let everything heal up. Now you were at, so show we, you were at my show. Wrestling's last rough. Yeah. Wrestling is rough. You were, you I, every time I get hurt, every time I get hurt, it's wrestling. Always wrestling. Oh yeah. Now, you were at my show last week with the uh, swingers, right? Yeah, that was weird. So, so, that was so weird. Those where was this? So Vegas? Yeah, KK yeah. to my show in Vegas, right? First, I have uh, Gita the Maneater came, right? So the the the, the transgender fighter. Yes. Who, uh, who Who's fights. been on the show. She's great. Yes. Yeah. She's great. She yeah. fights men, right? She came with these two, like, super gay black dudes in the front. They were they were great. And then she was laughing at all the trans jokes, right? Like, I'm making... The room, like, would, go, the room would go silent, and she'd be the only one laughing, and she'd be like, you guys need to laugh. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> you should be laughing. And she's like... <laughs> Yeah, so she's yelling at everyone, everyone for not laughing at any trans joke, right? And then Joaquin uh, Buckley was there with like, uh, like his crew. It was like him and like, like two huge black dudes, like his whole team. Then there was a guy who looked like basically Jared from Subway, you know, like I mean, just not <laughs> with a girl that was like, I don't know, maybe she was like a seven or an eight, but compared to him, he was like a twelve. She was like a thirty, you know, because. So I'm like, there's something going on here. Like, there's something that's like very strange. 
So I was like, well, I'm like, where'd you guys meet? And they're like, a website. I'm like, which one? They said lifestyle.com, which is a swinger website, right? So <laughs> I'm like, oh, so you guys are, I'm like, does it bother you that that she gets like other dicks? He goes, no, I find the dicks for her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I like to watch it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, it she was looked really young though. That was my only thing. At first, like, especially because it was like dark in there. I was like, she looks super young compared to him, but- Dude, then they Joaquin Buckley said they came up to the whole party and invited him to one of their parties after the show. Uh, wow. So I don't know what's going Did on. Did they go? Well, he he got knocked out by Chris Curtis, so it probably wasn't the best, you know, night for him. Um, <laughs> Adam, how did you know that Lifestyle.com was a swingers website? Did they tell you, or you already knew? You no, I knew that because back in the day, Phil Veroni, who was like uh, Phil Verone, who was like the drummer for Skid Row, he was yeah. like the president of that website, and he brought all these swingers to my show. So I got surrounded <laughs> by like ninety cougars uh, at the show, and I, I like went to one of their parties, dude. This party. Literally, there was a woman. It was a Super Bowl. It was the one where Reggie Bush had like, the, like in the fourth quarter. So everyone's watching that football game. There's a girl with her back to the on the table getting fisted. Like, like cause I don't know where to look. Like I don't know if I'm looking at the football game or the don't girl, look there or the <laughs> fist. Dude, so, so like some guy has his whole fist in this chick, and he's like turning. You know, like she's like a fucking turkey. And uh, and then some girl says, looks at me and goes, "Ugh." I go, what? She goes, he's doing it wrong. Like, like that was the disgusting part. That not, was the problem. That, that, was, that was the problem. That was the issue. Yeah. It was, the it was, it was Wait, crazy. You got to read the room. Dalton doesn't like fisting jokes. Okay. <laughs> Just read the room here. Okay. Yeah, Dalton, it's not that. It's my girlfriend's mom. I think oh. it's one room over. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry, Dalton. Uh, by the way, I'm like in that. Miami in January. You want to come to my show in Miami? Uh, when in January? January, like the like ninth or tenth. It was good. It was fun. You should go. Yeah, in Miami. Yeah, or in I got in like Boca and in, in Boca. Yeah, it's ten minutes on fisting. It's great. <laughs> okay, I, I'll have to let you know on that. My girlfriend's uh, birthday is in January, so I don't know what what we're doing for sure yet. But if you remind me closer to then, yeah, I can give you a better answer. By the way, Saba came to my fight. I came to my show, and he got uh -huh. up to the bathroom. I'm like, "Oh, this guy's going back to the '80s," because he looked like a, a guy that was going back with to the, the mullet. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, good guy, good guy though. By the way, there was one fight. There was a couple fights that were really good. So there was one fight that was going uh, that happened where Alex Hernandez fought Billy Quarantillo, and Hernandez beat the shit out of him in the first. I mean, it was a murder, and Quarantillo came back and won in the second, which I couldn't believe. But he got beat so bad. In the first, his corner asked Billy, uh, when's your kid's birthday? What's up, people? Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You always find the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events, bet Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts.
because and then asked him what's what's five plus seven to see if he knew where he was which what if he just didn't have good math yeah (laughs) yeah dude they got this on my wife she's like what's my birthday and just ask him like well what did he get what was i wearing i could just think of just uh, the annoying questions she would ask um but have you have you ever had a fight k where you don't know where you were no thankfully not i've never been i've I've never been the only way i've ever lost i got TKO'd once, but it was because I was covered in blood back in Invicta. Yeah. Um, and then decision. I've never been like unconscious or like I've never even been rocked, knock on wood. So I've always been pretty aware of where I am, thankfully. <laughs> Dalton, you, you, have you been rocked yet or no? Not in, in a fight, no. At practice. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I spar three times a week and I spar with the best in the world, you know? So it happens every now and then. Sometimes it's, I mean, the ones that, the times that it happened, I think there were hits to the back of the head, you know, yeah. which you can't really control. But I mean, nonetheless, uh, by the way, it's, how it's not happened frequently, maybe twice in my entire life. Now, how uh, freaky are Austin Vandeford and Paige Van Zandt? Because uh, her OnlyFans, it started off, it was just like she's just like bending over, pick up something. Now it's like full. Not that I know. People send me the pictures. Okay. Not I, that I, uh-huh. know. I don't uh-huh. actually subscribe. Not that I know. <laughs> but I'm on, if you go on MMA Underground, there's a whole thread com- dedicated to Paige Van Zandt and the people post the pictures. You could see what she had for lunch. I, I mean, you could see literally like inside, like if, if she ever did a prostate exam, you could just look in the pictures. You could photo? Look, look, look at the photo. Uh, <laughs> like, have you have you talked to her about this uh, practice? Have you talked to her about this? No, I have not. <laughs> you brought this up at all? I'm just curious. That's that's their, their business. I don't. When I talk to them, it's just usually stuff about the gym. You know, we've hung out outside of the gym. Me, my girlfriend went and hung out with them. Uh, we've done like uh, what do you call that room where you have to like try to find your way out of it? Escape, Escape room. room. Yeah, yeah. And we went to like Top Golf and uh, went and got food. So a couple other times, so we hang out outside of the gym, but it's not that we never talk about that. That's no, they're, I mean, they're lovely people. I, I they came to yeah. my show, they're very sweet people. I just like you're not doing that, right? Okay, are you not no. showing your asshole and stuff, right? You're not no. okay, good. <laughs> don't don't be whole shame, Adam. Come on, no. <laughs> okay, all right. Now, now I'll tell you what fight I was shocked at was the Bryce Mitchell, and oh, my dad oh, got yeah. so mad at me. My dad's like, me and my dad did like a nine fight parlay. And then he goes, what's your one lock to cover us? I go, Bryce Mitchell. He's never yeah. lost a round. He's, he's got like ape strength. Uh, he, he's going to, the other guy was from Europe or I thought he was from Italy, I think, or Spain. I'm like, the wrestling's probably not that great. I'm like, Bryce Mitchell's the guy. This is your yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh there my. Like a, there was like a low kick in the first round that I noticed Bryce Mitchell changed his stance and he never switched it back. And uh, I think something yeah, like do. that, like changed everything for him well because i seen he, even he like had a flu, last, he had a like flu. he got whipped over i was like that's not bryce mitchell like yeah what were we saying he had the flu he had the flu too oh um, really I didn't he came know out that. and said he had the flu and there's a lot of people that are quick to say that he's making excuses but uh you know i fought with the my pro debut i had the flu yeah so okay. it definitely it definitely affects you you know what i mean i don't think that's something he would come out and lie about yeah uh you know usually you don't want to have to make those excuses because you don't want to be on the losing side of things. But whenever you do lose and people are asking like what happened in there, I mean, you have to give them the truth and then well, they're yeah, not going to like what you want to say. I like to ask what happened. And then when you, 
people say what happened, they get mad. Like, that's just an excuse. And it's like, you're asking him what happened. And he's telling you when you're mad that he's saying he got the flu when that's the reason he's off. Like, doesn't make that sense. was the only time he looked human. I mean, Bryce Mitchell, his, his last fight uh, against that kickboxer. What was it? What's his name? The, the, Edson Barbosa. Yeah, Barbosa. I mean, he beat him on, he beat him on the feet. Mm-hmm. All right, let's not get carried away. Okay, but he, I mean, <laughs> he still, still fucked up Barbosa. Uh, yeah, he took him down and stuff, and he used the takedowns to halt the offensive assault. Fine, he won. So he made but, it. He made it. He made it difficult for Edson to strike on the feet, so he didn't get taken down, and he was being yes. defensive. But you know, he he, he, he wasn't winning the striking. But, but but you're forgetting how good this other guy Ilya is. A, was a great fighter. He's super I had well. No idea. Black I had no idea. Dude. I had no idea how good this guy was. I had no idea how good he was, and and now I'm like shocked well, that I. Don't Patty and Ilya have beef. Dude, that's yes. not a good fight for Patty. No. <laughs> the UFC has got to find, I don't know who they're going to find. Put him up against, uh, uh, what's that guy that go, keep going for, like rolling heel hooks every time? Ryan Hall or, or somebody. Like, yeah. you know, but then Ryan Hall might heel hook him. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, because Bro, I, hope, I hope he gets beat. He's so corny. I don't like him. And, and <laughs> no, he really is. He's corny as hell. And, uh, I think he's a very unlikable person. You know, his personality. I, I don't know why so many people get behind it. You know, maybe people can resonate with that because they're weirdos, but the dude is a weirdo. Yeah. Um, on top of that, he's not, he's not that good. And then you have the, the other end of it where he's defending fighter pay for Dana White. It's like, bro, you, you think we're getting paid like, well, I get paid a little bit more, so I can't, you know, speak for that end of it. But those guys going in there getting 10 and 10 and they're fighting at the elite level. And you look at other sports and, and UFC is bringing in the money. You know, they're bringing in billions a year. They have pay-per-views. They're bringing in the money. They could pay them. And uh, I think, I think what the revenue share is like 15% for fighters or 17% or something like that. Uh-huh. So he's sitting there de- defending it. And he's saying, so he's pretty much saying like 10 and 10 is an acceptable amount for somebody at the elite level. No, I mean, there's like it's, the worst football player in the NFL or basketball. The player, league so. minimum for a practice squad is like 400,000. Yeah. Yeah. Or the active roster, it's 720. You, so you thought about being a football player at one point, Dalton? Yes. Yeah. It was either football or MMA for me. How close were you? Uh, I mean, I, I was playing college ball at Youngstown State. Granted, I never really got the opportunity to – actually start I got injured but uh you know I I feel and this is just obviously I'm not trying to be a has-been but I feel like I could have made it to the NFL but well, you, you know life life and you took a whole year off your freshman year just to wrestle right yeah but I wouldn't say it was a year off I mean I was it was only one year removed from high school football really by the time I got to playing college football so it's not no, but I I'm saying say that's that, like that, that, that a lot of people don't part. do that. A lot of people go, I mean, that's a that's a big year, your freshman year. So you must have been really good to play as a sophomore and not play as a freshman, you know? So that's yeah. Hard to do. But I feel like I could have went either way. I could have went with MMA or, you know, football. And I kind of just let my life choose for me. Well, right. hey, but remember Mark Wahlberg in Invincible? He became an NFL <laughs> player in like his 30s, right? What, Rudy? <laughs> No, no Mark, that Mark Wahlberg movie. He's, I think he's a guy from a true story about a guy from Pennsylvania. 
who ended yeah, up playing football. Yeah, he was third. playing like his name was Rudy or something in the film. He played for the Eagles. Yeah, his name was Rudy yeah. too. Like I think the, his name was what was it Rudy or am I thinking about two separate movies in combined? I think it's about two separate movies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Kay, how did your husband get you? Because you're a, a hot commodity, beautiful girl. Uh, and, and is he filming your OnlyFans? Both, uh, yeah. two side of well, so, he, so he's actually a photographer. Um, he has like a nine to five, but he's a photographer. Um, and then we met wrestling. He was a wrestling coach for uh, Longwood High School. And we were wrestling partners. And then we became just friends. And then one thing led to another. But he is my photographer, so... It's nice having like everything in a safe place. You know what I mean? Um, like, I don't know. I feel like I'd be scared if I did a bunch of photo shoots with like random photographers. And I'm like, well, you keep those photos. You have those photos. Like, right. so it's nice to have like everything and like it be trusted. And like, I can, ever since I, it's been like over a year since I've had my OnlyFans. And it's like, I can go at my own pace. Like, I don't have anyone pressuring me into like doing things I don't want to do. Like, I don't feel weird in front of any like photographers. You know what I mean? So it's been nice. How long were you guys friends for before he made his move? Mm, we met back when I was like 17 and became training partners when we were like 18, 19. So I think it was like 2020. We became like close, close friends. Then we got together in 2021. I was in it for the long haul. That's, you know, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, they, they, they like map it out. And then Dalton, yeah. where's your girl? Let me, let me guess. At the gym, she was doing squats. You came up to her. <laughs> You're like, you're doing it wrong. Trust me. And then next thing you know, you're taking her out for Cuban food. No, believe it or not, she doesn't like Cuban food. But uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I've never drank in my entire life. And she doesn't drink anymore. And back then, she rarely did drink. But it was like after everything opened up because of COVID. And I met her at the I met her at a bar, actually. And, uh, you know, before that, um, we kind of like followed each other on Instagram, maybe like two weeks before that. Uh, because one of the places I was going through cranberry cryo, uh, cryotherapy place was like, always put me on their story. And she followed me from that. We followed each other back. Oh, we God. never really spoke too much, but then I'm seeing her at the bar and I'm like, Hey, yeah, you're the girl from, uh, Instagram. And like, we just like, you know, start talking oh. based off it was that. It a coincidence that you saw her at the bar, just random coincidence, like a serendipity John Cusack movie. Really? Yeah, it was, it was wow. just coincidence. And yeah, she like I said, I never story, she follow his story and then see him at the bar and then get all done up and wear one of these outfits and then show up. <laughs> Listen, I've, oh, and the, you're the thing is, like, I've, I've never drank in my entire life. So, like, I really never go to bars unless I'm being the DD for my friends. I'm just going to bullshit and kick it with my friends. And she happened to be that that night, too. And she doesn't really ever drink. So uh, it's 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 kind of weird that it happened that way. Yeah. Well, Dalton, where can people follow you? At Dalton Rasta on Twitter and Instagram. Dalton Rasta. All right. And your next fight's when? I don't know. I just got done fighting on Friday, man. Bellator doesn't give me uh, notice that quick. But you didn't even I get hit. Did. You didn't even get hit the whole time. I mean, you just, you just ran through the guy. I know, bro. I seen the fight stats after and said I got hit like 40 times. I'm like, where? I got kicked <laughs> in the leg twice and kicked in the body once. I don't think he landed a shot on my face. It like looked like he was serious. trying to survive. Like, and he, was, he was a good He was ranked number 10. A good guy. It looked like he was like trying to survive. And yes, that's that's what I said. So it's hard to fight somebody and like people that do jujitsu or wrestling know know this as well. If somebody's playing defense the entire time and you're trying to take them down, but they're just they're they're waiting to sprawl and they just sprawl, yeah. sprawl, sprawl. It's hard to take them down. If if yeah. you're going jujitsu against somebody, somebody's just showing up, you know, going to fetal position and letting you pass their guard, but they're not like trying to counterattack or anything, it's hard to submit them. Same yeah. thing with, with striking. If I'm just chasing after him the whole fight and he's running. 
and he's extending his arms out like this, posting up whenever he's going backwards. So you can't like get over top or inside his arms or whatever. And he's moving way out of distance. Like he's running away. It's hard to land shots on that way too. Sometimes when people do that, it's not pretty, but you have to do what you got to do to land no, shots. It's the worst. And, I used to hate that yeah. wrestling. I used to, the worst when someone's just trying to not get pinned, you're just like, fuck. You yeah. Know? Well, that's a little bit, you can manipulate people's body on top with wrestling pinning wise, but, uh, for like offensive takedowns and stuff whenever somebody's playing defense on the feet and they're just ready to sprawl and sprawl and sprawl and they're not trying to take any shots or hand fight with you and they're just backing up and circling you get hit with stolen calls refs says stolen yeah. because they know that you have to, like if they're doing that there's not going to be any action so yeah. it's, what are you gonna get your brown belt in jiu-jitsu I, I got it already oh you did Damn. yes i got right. it i got it like three weeks ago so like when i took them down i wanted to get the the submission and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not the greatest from the back. I'm better from, from top, like side control and mount. So when I had him taken down against the cage and I was reaching for his, his far arm and I had the leg in on this side, he was just holding my wrist with both hands, like playing defensive, wasn't even trying to get up either. He was content yeah. with sitting there and just holding my wrist. That way he wasn't taking any damage. Cause like yeah. you guys said, he was trying to survive. He didn't care. It seemed like he didn't care about winning anymore. So he was just holding my wrist. And I'm, so at this point, I'm like, all right, I can't land a punch because he's holding my both my or my wrist with both of his hands on the left side and my other hands behind his back. And I have the leg in. So I tried pulling him like to my back and I was just kind of using that to try and transition over into mount. And whenever I went to transition in the mount, he rolled towards me at the same time. And I lost the position and we ended up back on our feet. But uh, I was going to try and go for a submission from mount or side control, but I wasn't able to get there. He was just playing defensive right, on the ground. You, did, right? you, took, you took no damage. You won the fight. It, it wasn't the, obviously the most fan-friendly fight, but it wasn't on, nothing on you. And you won yeah. every round, I think, by like easily 10-9. And it wasn't – you couldn't – I don't think you was around. You could have scored for the other guy. I was shocked with Pat Downey, by the way. So Pat Downey was a wrestling stud. He was going to get him on the podcast. It was always in fights, kicked out of college programs, but like – made the world team or the U S team somehow. And like, he was, this is just like, I thought he was the next big thing in Bellator and he still might be, he has one loss, but he got knocked out by a guy who was two and two. And I was pretty too. It wasn't just like knocked out. It was like that off button. Uh, Were you shocked Dalton? Uh, So I don't like, I don't like talking bad about people. I don't have any problem with them or anything, but I was, uh, if not that dude, I was expecting it in the near future. I've seen that his striking wasn't there. Obviously, he has really good wrestling, but I was thinking, ours, what what happens whenever he can't hold somebody down or he can't take them down? Or if he starts, like, as soon as he started going, 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 and there's a bunch of scrambles, they end up back on our feet. I was like, oh, he's probably tired now. And you could tell he was tired. And, I mean, you, I mean, you saw what happened. I think it's the best thing for him, you know, because now he's going to realize – the way to win fights is not to go punch for punch. Uh, and, you know, kind of Aaron Pico kind of learned that lesson hard. A lot of these guys who are like high level wrestlers, they're just like, oh, you know, striking's are doing like new toy. But Pico has good striking though. Now he does. But in the, I mean, he, he always did. But he was getting knocked out. It was like he was like four. His first couple of fights, it was like, whoa. Yeah, but that's because he was putting himself in the fire. He wanted to have yeah. firefights. It wasn't because he lacked striking. His boxing's good. And right. his wrestling's obviously really good. Aaron Pico's a very, very good fighter. I just think he, in those early fights, he lacked the fight IQ. And it had nothing to do with striking. I think it was just fight IQ. And yeah. I think he fixed that. That, that dude's a problem. He's going to be a problem. Fair Anybody. enough. Uh, now, Kayla Harrison, uh, who I love Kayla. She's a good friend of mine. I know she's like, 
a huge part of ATT. Um, were you shocked when she when she got her first? By the way, so uh, I'll build it. I'll catch you up. She was the PFL champion, two time yep. gold medalist in judo, uh, three time or two or three time one million dollars. No one was coming close. Like she 18 was eighteen and zero, eighteen and zero, murdering everybody. And, and she's had a crazy story, like molested by her coach as a kid. Yeah, I remember this. Just you know, she adopted two kids because her sister. Like she's got a great, beautiful human being. She got yeah. had a, she got her first loss in the PFL about two weeks ago by a girl that she beat twice. Kind of, I think she just kind of gassed out in the third. Um, maybe she didn't expect it. Did you see that coming, Dalton? Like, what, what are your thoughts on this? No, I didn't see it coming, and I was shocked. I was very shocked. Kayla's a good fighter. She's a good grappler. Um, but I think she did get a little bit tired. Uh, there there might have been things that have been playing part in that. However, uh, she also fought that girl two times before that, so that was the third time. That girl probably learned her style up until that point, and mm. even though Kayla's evolved since then, it, it whenever they have a good feel for your game, it's like whenever you spar with somebody for too too much in the gym or for so long in the gym, they tend to learn your yeah. style. So even if you used to beat them up and you still might be better than them and matchup wise, you beat X, Y, and Z and they can't, uh, it still might be a hard matchup for you. Yeah. That so makes it wasn't sense. necessarily, it wasn't necessarily Kayla wasn't the better fighter. The girl just, you know, yeah. knew Kayla. Because if you lost twice, then all you're doing is studying how not to lose to this one person, but mm-hmm. she's already beat her. So she's just doing a general, probably, you know, practice and training just to beat whoever, but she's not really focusing on Larissa because she beat her twice, right? You know what I mean? It's a different yeah, that's thing. A, that's a tough scenario for anybody. Yeah. Uh, Kay, what are your thoughts on that fight? Did you, did you watch it? No, I didn't, but I'm a fan of Kayla. Um, I mean, that's unfortunate, but I know she'll be back. You know what I mean? She's one of the best in the world. So, I mean, yeah. everyone has a bad moment, whether it was her gassing or whatever it was, like, it happens and she's still like a good like role model. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, Dalton, thank you for your time. Um, I uh you're you're a great guy, you're a great role model. Keep it up. Uh tell your wife's mom sorry if uh she heard about the, <laughs> she heard about the fisting jokes or anything. Um and uh and take care, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Dalton hey, thank you, appreciate See it. You guys. All right. I don't so, know, okay, I don't you don't know what your next fight is. When's your next fuck? Anyway. Next fuck? Uh, <laughs> tonight? I don't know. Next fuck? What? I'm saying OnlyFans. She, she didn't know where her next fight is. It's so weird asking her because I knew her when she was 17 years old. I can't. Yeah. I, it's fucking me up. <laughs> like, <weird> transition. <laughs> I, I think if I saw you now, you're 23, I might have a different. Yeah, I just, I still look at you as this yeah. innocent but you probably weren't innocent back then either. But uh, but like, I don't know, just like this, this kid, you, you, you know, you're, you're you're like still a kid to me. Uh, but you know, also I'm also 44, so you really are 20. You know, what are you 23? 23, yeah. I'm old enough to be your dad. Um, hey, daddy. As, what? as fucked up as that is, uh, although I'm happy you're married. Uh, the guy seems like he's an he's like a nice Mexican. Mexican, right? Yeah. He's like a super polite Mexican, shy. Uh, yeah, we're like complete opposites. Like I don't ever shut the fuck up, and he's always just like listening and like okay, good guy. Yeah, yeah. very very yeah, kind. I, I never shut up, and uh, I'm always saying crazy shit, and he's just like, okay. By yeah. the way, that sounds like that sounds like most relationships with men and women. By the way, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He seemed like a real uh, Darren Till. Now, where does Darren Till go from here? Because 
don't know. That fight was wild. I so he was getting the shit beat out of him, and I was like, "That's it. Like he's gonna get finished. That's crazy." Then all of a sudden, he gets up and he starts acting like he's fresh. Nothing happened, and I was like, "What is going on here?" And then I don't know. I don't know how your main training partner is his Kashima, and you can't defend a takedown. Like it doesn't make sense to my brain. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's fun to watch. He's one of these guys. Also, like if Patty was from Utah, no one would know who he is. And I feel like Darren Till, in some ways, when you're from England, if you're like a big personality from a small country, yeah, the whole country gets behind you. Rally behind you. Yeah, yeah. uh, but if you're from Michigan, you're Cody Stamen. Um, <laughs> no, one, so- no one gives a fuck about you if you're from Michigan. <laughs> uh, which, is, which is crazy because Cody Stamen uh, is coming off a huge knockout against Eddie Wineland. And like it was like elderly abuse. It, it was not cool. <laughs> the cops were good, called. Uh, but he was on a three fight skid. But you fought like Aljamain. You fought Merib. I mean, you fought monsters. Yeah, fought monsters. Um, yeah, they're all right. Now, do you train with those guys now though? Right, you train with Aljamain and Merib. Uh, yeah. I, I uh, occasionally, yeah. If they're in town, I'll train with them. Like I said, I mean, there's, there's, there's not any bad blood other than the fact that I really want to fucking kick their ass in the cage still. Is it hard? Try. Now, when you first come to a gym and you see a guy that beat you, and you have all that history of, like, doing the face-off and this and that, is there still, like, I don't know, is it hard for you to not feel like, fuck, like, he, he got the better like, of me? Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm a competitor. Like, I will never. I mean, I can think about guys that beat me in, like, wrestling in middle school and like i still want to like get on the mat and wrestle with them and like see if we can change the history of that you know what i mean so yeah absolutely like i'll, I'll have animosity tell anyone that beats me until the day i die but i mean in reality like we all have the same goal you know what i mean like they had a better night that night and it is what it is i have to live with it you know yeah well i mean you're obviously a great fighter and you're one of the best in the world so uh now aljamain versus henry or aljamain versus o'malley you train with uh you've trained with Aljo. How do you see those fights going? I mean, honestly, you know, Aljo's really like he's a like a point fighter on his feet. He's really not trying to throw anything hard. Um, he is a really, really good grappler. Uh, I think he probably takes O'Malley down and backpacks him, but I don't think he beats Henry Cejudo, if I'm being honest. I really don't think he does. I don't think he's gonna be able to take Henry down. His takedowns aren't polished. Uh and if he does take Henry down, I don't see Henry giving up his back. Like, I really think Henry Cejudo could beat him. Uh, you know, his in-and-out movement is is really good. Uh, yeah, I think Cejudo beats him, but I think he would whoop O'Malley for sure. Okay. Yeah, I agree 100%. I don't think uh, O'Malley can, can hang with someone at the level of Aljo, especially with the grappling level um, and the wrestling level. Um, but I don't know about Henry Cejudo. I feel like it's the opposite for, for Aljo when it comes to Cejudo. Now, are you into guys, Kay, with like face tattoos and like shaggy hair and like? Oh, <laughs> that's, that's not my type. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Cody, this is Kay Hansen. I don't know if you know her. Cody Stamen. I know Kay. Uh, yeah, I think we uh, both train with Tyler sometimes, Tyler Wumbles. Uh, have, have you guys ever hooked up before or no? <laughs> no. No. Okay. no. We don't know each other that well. Uh, Cody, is that your <laughs> wife I met at the awards? Uh, fiance. Man, what a what a smoke show! First of all, I go yeah. to get my I like go to get my seat right. He's sitting in my seat right at the award show, and then uh, I go. He goes, "Oh, he's sitting here. Fuck that! I'm I'm not moving. 
I'm, I'm like, thanks, <laughs> thanks, Cody. Fucking like that lady was that lady was so confused. She she didn't realize that we knew each other. She was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, then I'm sitting next to, then Israel Adesanya comes, this is next to us, right? Um, yeah. And not, what a nice guy. But so, yeah. first of all, there's a bunch of dancers out there doing like their like Cirque du Soleil. As a joke, he takes out a wad of like, he must have had like $700 in singles and he starts waving it around, right? But then, then he, um, then my daughter leaves because she's tired and with my dad, and she actually spills alcohol all over him. Like, so now his pants. Are oh. Oh, his pants. So I like look at him and I'm like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. He goes, fucking kids. I go, uh, I go, do you have any? He goes, not that I know of. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude. I yeah, right. Uh, but he, and then he would then there was a, a guy next to him who I, who I, I thought looked familiar. And I was I thought maybe it was his like uh, his I don't know who it was. And it was, of course, it was it was Dan Hooker. I'm like, oh shit! So and he he was like, you would not think that Dan Hooker was a fucking monster. You would think that he was like an accountant or something. Like, he yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah he yes, I think he plays basketball. Yeah. Tennis. Uh, but by the way, so Cody, what's your thoughts on the whole Patty situation? Uh, I think your yeah, I think your sound turned off, uh, Cody. Yeah, we broke up for a second there. You there yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. You What's now? your thoughts on the whole Patty Pimlet situation? Oh my god, I, I think I like chimed in right when you guys were talking about it. Like, no one would give a fuck about Patty if he was from the U.S. The only yeah. reason any of those guys have any clout, Darren Till, Patty, Connor. I mean, Connor backed it up, but like, they're from countries that really rally around their athletes. And let's be honest, like, if the U.S. does anything, they literally shit on their athletes. People in the U.S. hate American athletes. It makes no fucking sense. Like, we're the only country where, like, you can you can come here, you can be fighting a Russian and lose a decision because, you know what I mean? Americans just hate each other. There's no, like, a semblance of, like... Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, they were, they were, I, yeah, I think he's in a bad, I, I, I can break, he's breaking up, 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 he's breaking Fucking ginger looking fuck. I don't I'm he might be a cool guy. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna shit on him too much, but um I mean from a standpoint like it got worse. Your wife got worse. It somehow got worse. It was actually bad. Now it's terrible. <laughs> Like, really? Yeah, yeah. Where are you? But like the point is, I'm fuck Patty That's the point. It's fuck Patty Tiblet. Right? Okay, fuck yeah. Patty. I think. I think it took a second for my Wi-Fi to catch up. But yeah. Okay. All right, now it is. Now, now, okay. now you're good. Yeah. So you're saying fuck that guy. Now, who are the, the thing is, you're right. I mean, the, the guy he fought was like an ex, like junkie, recovered from heroin, fucking came back. Uh, basically, the American dream. Like, quick went from here to like. The gutter back up to the co-made event, and he had and Patty had more fans in the in the Vegas than this guy had. 
It was like, it was wild, wild. Well, yeah, I feel like American fans are the only fans that like one fight will chant like USA and then the next fight will be like chanting against someone from the USA for someone like Patty. Like it makes no sense. Like I people that were there were saying like there's so many USA chants and then Patty fights and they're just like, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of them are just kind of dick writers. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Um, oh, chasing. Yeah. That's now, America. Now, Cody, last time you, uh, you, you basically called out Sean O'Malley. Um, yeah. How do you see that fight going out between you and you and Sean O'Malley? I mean, I would do the same thing Peter Yan did to him, except I'd probably shoot more. I'd just take him down, um, and just wear on him. You know, I will. I will say this: like, I really thought that O'Malley was going to crack because I we had a common opponent. Like, we both made our debut against the same guy, and he like squeaked out a real close decision, and like I'd spank this guy. So I like I've been calling Sean O'Malley out since. I got Terry in on, the U.S. Terry on where? Terry on where? Terry on where? Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. And like, I kind of saw Patty or uh, Patty O'Malley. Fucking same thing. Uh, <laughs> I saw O'Malley kind of like, uh, just like wilt, like he quit. But against Jan, man, we'll say that like, I did see another side of him. Like he really wanted it. You know, that third round. You know, after taking an absolute beating, he did look pretty good. He was still pretty offensive in that third round. So he he actually impressed me. I think his stock went up. Uh, yeah. in my book, at least, uh, in that fight. But I still think Peter Jan won all three rounds. And I've watched that fight 20 times, and I can't figure out how anybody could have it another way. I don't want, I don't know if the judges just don't understand what damage is in the MMA fight. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, think they have any fucking... rewarding takedowns anymore. It used to be like yeah. you could take a guy down and control him. Now it's like they're like anti anti wrestling, anti grappling. <laughs> but yeah. by the way, aren't we aren't we at the point where we can decide fights by AI? I mean, I feel like we're like minutes away from that. Like, should there be robots just deciding who wins? Like, why no, why we have stupid people figure it out? Yeah. Oh, what do we have? I mean, it's all you know. It's like human manipulated. Like, it's su- your career is really subjected to human error you know what i mean like there is no guarantee you can do everything you were supposed to do in a close fight at the end of the fight know that you won the fight and still lose and that is a scary thought because you know what i mean like winning and losing a pivotal fight like that especially for jared gordon like what happens to jared gordon stock after he goes out and beats patty pimblett and like he wins that fight you know what i mean like now everyone's talking about him and you know how well he fought, how he handled the pressure. And, you know, like he's a really, really good dude. And like, he could reach more people, help more people. A lot of positive things could come from that, but now it's just, it's a fucking mess. And Patty Pimlet gets, gets to, you know, continue his, his charade and saying that, you know, he can beat everybody. I'm sick of these guys saying that, you know what I mean? Like, until you fought like top 10 competition, you cannot go out and say like, I'm the best in the world. I could just fucking beat the champ today if I needed to. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, shut up, sit down. You're still at the back of the bus. There's still a lot of people that have to fucking get off. Like, no one wants to hear you barking at this point. Now you got a fight coming up in January in Brazil. Yes, I do. Do you do you, uh, do you want to go to Brazil? Why are you fighting in Brazil? Shouldn't you? Be, I mean, come on, Vegas, right? Dude, here. I do are not. You, are you bringing your, wanna, your fiance? I don't want to go to fucking Brazil. <laughs> like, I don't want to go to Brazil. I've been begging for a fight for months, probably four or five months. Just like anything, give me anything, anyone, give me anything, anyone, anytime, anywhere is what I said. And then 
like they called me on it and they were like, you want to go to Brazil and fight a debut guy that's like really, really crazy good at jujitsu? I'm like, well, fuck, I did say anyone, anytime, anywhere. So I guess <laughs> I'm a man of my word. I'll be there. Rolling he- it's just going to be rolling heel hooks. Him. That's all jujitsu is, is rolling heel hooks these days. So yeah, literally. defend that. Are you bringing literally. your fiance? No, no. I'm not bringing my fiance to that war-torn country, dude. No way. <laughs> Fucking that, dude. I've, I've literally heard there. from it's every single person. Every single person that I've talked to has been like, oh, you're going to Rio? Hey, man, be careful. Like, don't leave your hotel. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? They're like, it's really bad in Rio right now. Like, people are getting shot in the street every day. I'm like, I Whoa. think we're probably staying in a decent place. And they're like, yeah, but it's like happening in nice places. I'm like, fuck. So, we, uh, so I get to go to Rio with no weapons and like, but Cody, keep in mind that people say that to people in other countries about America. Don't go to New York City. People are just shooting each other in the street every day. That's true. right. That's true. I'm not actually scared. I'm just yeah, trying to. I was just how girl. I justified. Your girl's not like a buying fitness, my fiance. But your girl, your fiance is like a fitness model, uh, right? Is that what she does? No, she's uh, uh she runs a medical office. Right. She's actually. She's like a yoga instructor. <laughs> yeah, she does yoga. She does a lot of yoga and shit too. Uh, she's got I very mean, flexible. She's got a great butt. I, I, I was checking out. Very, very, very attractive woman. I'm Come gonna on. cool with that. She's gonna love Brazil. This is gonna be beautiful. Oh uh, yeah. Gonna- now the the thing was is like I'm going out super early, and I couldn't find anyone to like fly out with her, and I didn't want her traveling all the way there by herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like her dad was talking about wanting to go. I'm like, well, if you're gonna go, I'll buy you guys both tickets. But then he he bailed. I just don't want her going that far like by herself. Like I feel like she's gonna get sex trafficked. No, I don't. No, I don't. That's happened to Kay, and now she does it to herself. Um, <laughs> now, now, speaking of which, uh, Bill, you were a go-go dancer. You posted what? What uh, on Facebook? Years ago. Years ago. But I'm about to test for my black belt in jujitsu. Uh, yeah, I know. But when were you? When were you a go-go dancer? Forget my. When I was in uh, grad school. When I was in college and grad school. Like, oh, I like fuck, gay- yeah. At like gay clubs or like no, not gay like like Webster Hall, Limelight in New York, you know. But you they like did have gay, they did have they did have gay nights sometimes. Were you in a cage? What did you what did you wear? Well, the night I quit, they had me in a diaper. And I was dancing next <laughs> to a midget and I was like, you know what? I think I'm done with this. This is it. This is my, my last draw. <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Yeah, this is it. Diaper. <laughs> If you go to Pages OnlyFans, that's actually next Thursday on Pages OnlyFans. Uh, Kay's OnlyFans. Uh, so, so anyway, no, I'm kidding, Kay. Um, now, listen, uh, that's awesome. Now, by the way, I did, I did a show last week, and these lesbian couple in the front. First of all, Cody says he's coming. So I'm like, shout out. Last time, he comes to my show and goes, where was my show though? Right? I did not say that. I did so, not say that. So this time... I'm on stage and I'm killing. I'm having a great set. In the middle of it, I go, I want to give a shout out to my friend, Cody Stamen, for coming out. It's fucking crickets, <laughs> right? I go, I go, Cody, is Cody here? Someone's like, he's not here. So people knew <laughs> that he wasn't there. So so thanks, Cody, for getting yeah. mad at me last time. He sat in the very back last time. I couldn't see him. And then he goes, you didn't make fun of me. And this time I, I, I was like, mad. I was mad because I wanted you to make fun of me. I, I literally I love I love hearing your fucking jokes about fighters. You know what I mean? Like I wanted you to fucking roast me. I wanted to get roasted. Well, this time I was prepared. And well, yet, what, 
What one? Give me one roast joke for Cody. I had a oh, whole bunch, yeah, I had roast a whole me right now. I had a I had a whole bunch of stuff about him and you know losing the algebra. I had a whole fucking thing about the, the, the <laughs> against Saeed and you know losing in forty seven seconds. Yeah, when, <laughs> when yeah. I yeah, when I lose it, you know when I but when I finish in forty five seconds, no one wins. I had a whole thing about this whole <laughs> and I, I made fun of K a couple times during the, yeah. the show. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, so I thought uh, you were gonna be more ruthless if I'm being honest. Oh, I was surprised. <laughs> oh, you're you're a sweetheart. I would never, I would never do that. And plus, dude, she has the worst resting bitch face. So she oh, has- I do. I do. Oh. I look like I'm so mad the whole time. He's like, I couldn't tell if you were mad or laughing. And I was like, I had a great time. He's like, I couldn't tell you dude, look mad. I literally, mad. dude. I dude, that would be the worst because you would have sex with her and she would not change her fucking expression. And, and oh boy, like, look like, unsatisfied. Just looked disappointed the whole time. The whole I'm used time. to that look. Probably though. would be if we had sex, but but, but yeah. like just nothing. Fucking face does not move. Like oh. I'm very, I'm very familiar with that look while I'm having sex. Oh god. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, so these two lesbians came, and then at the end of the show, they go to my daughter, holding my daughter. She goes, they gave her twenty dollars, and they go, tell your mom the lesbians gave it to you. I'm like, thanks. Like. Thanks. <laughs> So this is. Uh, is she? Uh, no, I, I I took the twenty and like spent it. Okay, uh, what is she gonna do with twenty? <laughs> so, dude. So last week they had me judge a strip a stripping contest, right? But I had me do comedy at a pole dancing contest in Vegas, right? No one wanted to see this. No, everyone was pissed. You know, <laughs> and I I fucking bombed so hard. The mic went out thirty. You told times. me right before. You sent me a picture right beforehand. That's yeah, the right. mic went out thirty-seven times during the set, so I had no chance of winning. <laughs> I had no chance of winning. And meanwhile, my wife knows where I am because I didn't even know. I thought she had a spy there. She's like, I see you're at the bar right now. You're having fun drinking she, because they fucking live streamed it. So she knew where I was like, I'm looking around for spies the whole fucking time. Oh, my God. That's and then, great. of course, there's a car accident on my street during during the thing. Right. So she's texting me. I'm looking at new places to live. And I'm like, I'm looking at new titties. Right. <laughs> Brand new. Yeah. But one of the girls came that was an escort, right, during the show. She comes to my comedy show with a client, and I'm like, oh, when's her hour up? And everyone thought I was kidding, but her hour really was up. Like, like <laughs> fucking escort. Uh, it's crazy. And, and then I had, then I took my kid to uh, one of these, like, you know, Discovery Channel museums, right? But I had traffic court. Like, that day online, I had a tra- – so I had to leave my kid and go do an online traffic court during that thing but of course my charger was like thing so i asked the lady working there i'm like hey can i use that i have court she doesn't know why i have court it could have been like fucking murder or anyway all right so and then uh shout out to a a porn star that came to my show named will pounder his name is will pounder he came to my show um (laughs) but uh so cody yeah you got this fight who are you fighting uh his name's luan lacerda he's uh making his ufc debut he's 12 and 1 uh he trains with like Jose Aldo and all those guys. So what's, the, so what's the plan? Keep it standing? But, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to beat him up. Yeah. It's just it's so strange because, you know, like I think back to like when I made my USC debut to now and like the experience and like what you gain from that. It's kind of odd. Like they must have like a lot of faith in like how good this guy's jiu-jitsu is. But he's never fought an American that can wrestle. You know what I mean? Like. I watched yeah. a couple of fights. I watched 10 minutes of his fights. I watched enough to know that there's no 
possible fucking way this guy's going to shoot and take me down. Like, like, let's be honest, like the Brazilian Olympic team gets beat by like a good high school team in America. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the reality of it. Like, I don't, you know, like jujitsu is fucking awesome and you can be really, really good at it. But ultimately, if you can't get to the ground, like you're fucked. Yeah. I'm honest to God, I think I'm going to butcher this guy. Well, I can't wait to see it. Kay, we've had you on for an hour. I, I don't want to take away from whatever you're doing. Uh, I am such a big fan of yours, Kay. Uh, and I, I was so happy to see you at the red carpet. You got all dressed up, but you didn't, you had a classy dress. You didn't, you know, your tits weren't out. You know, you couldn't see. Yeah. You, you, you look very good. We got to um, pay for that, so. Yeah, you got to pay for that. You got to yeah. right. <laughs> I, I like that uh but now now you're only I know, have you bought a house with the only fans money because people oh well i live in southern california so the market's fucked right now so like buying like a super basic house right now is like a million plus and i'm like i could buy a house but i'm like i don't i don't want to like waste my money on a fixer upper you know what i mean so i'm just gonna wait for the market to crash because you, made, you made more money on only fans than you did fighting so far of course yeah fuck Dude, I'm about to start an OnlyFans. I mean, hey, you got that flexible yoga teacher fiance. Cody, do it. I'll, Cody, if you start OnlyFans, I'll join it and just have like I want. You, I want you to. About it. I thought about it. So if I did OnlyFans, I would do like construction projects, except I would just be like butt naked with a tool belt on. Oh, I'm gonna. I would have you jerking off, yelling, "I love Patty Pimlet!" Like every every <laughs> fucking. Every hour, I would get, I would pay for people to subscribe and have you do the gayest shit in the fucking world. Uh, do it. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to fight someone in a cage. But like, there's not a whole lot I'm not willing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Bill Dawes, what do you have coming up? Um, as far as TV shows. Oh, uh, I mean, shit. Uh, Alaska Daily, uh, the other two, and then uh, NCIS. They're all coming out in a in a month. Are you playing so, pedophiles in all of them? Well, <laughs> I, I think I'd be racist or pedophiles. What else can I be as a, as a white man looking like me? Yes. <laughs> so, no, I'm I'm not kidding. He he's always a racist cop, or he's a psychopath, or he's a pedophile, or or uh, something fucking crazy. But he, yeah, what else, what else can you be as a white male though? Like you said, but he does yeah. it very well. Who I uh, who can't grow? I can't grow facial hair, so I can't be in Yellowstone. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yes. But I've tested for my black belt in three days, so. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. And then, uh, and Kay, now what do they do when when they test you? What do you do? You just put you in different positions and ha have you? No, you have to, you, it, it's it's uh, 30 takedowns, 30 self-defense moves, 30 sweeps, 30 passing the guards, 30 chokes, 30 arm locks, and uh, 30 uh, leg locks. Like live or just the guy just lays Yeah, you, it's like a two-hour test. You sit there and you demonstrate them all to the, the master, yeah. So wow. it's a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, that's I may really fail. <laughs> but whatever. No, you'd be all right. So, Kay, where can people follow you, find you, support you? Um, Instagram, Twitter, Kay Hansen MMA, OnlyFans, if you're into that. Um, what's, the, what's the creepiest request you got? Oh, uh, we'll be here all day, honestly. But I don't know. I don't like to talk about it. I like I like people to feel comfortable, like, coming to me and stuff. I don't want to be, like, outing people and then people being like, oh, no, that's what I was going to ask for. So... I don't know. You, you see a lot and like you learn a lot for sure. <laughs> like a lot, a lot, a lot of foot requests probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. But those are the best ones because they're actually usually like really nice. The, the feet people, but it's like, usually it's usually just like the regular men that are the meanest. 
Okay, let me ask you a question real quick. If you were to make a, if you were to make millions of dollars on OnlyFans, like let's say you made five million, what would you buy? I don't know. I'm pretty like I'm pretty bare minimum. Like I just want a house, honestly. Like just a house. Then, yeah, I would just buy a house and then I could still fight and like, you know what I mean, do what I want to do and like I don't know. I'm not like I don't want like fancy cars or like mansions and shit. Like move out of so SoCal. If you want like a nice I know, house, my, well, all my family's like... here. That's my problem. Is like all my family's here and. I just don't know. Like, I'm also so I'm used not... to SoCal. Like, I was born and raised here, and um, I'm not opposed to, like, like moving out. Because I live, like, in Orange County, so it's, like, pretty close to L.A. I grew up near L.A., um, and I'm just used to the hustle and bustle. But the market is the only problem for me. I don't mind anything else, but it's just, like, the housing market and the prices of shit. Like, gas got up to, like, almost $8 a gallon not too long ago. And it's just like, all right, well, I'm going to start riding my fucking bike to training because I don't want to be filling my, ga- my gas tank up. But um, honestly, if I got, like, a millions and millions of dollars, I would just, like, save it and live off it. Save it because also, like, right now, like, um, we're, I, we're, we're looking at private schools for my daughter. Kindergarten, oh, yeah. 22000 yeah. $22, a year. Yeah, I went, to, I went to a private school my sophomore and junior year. My family couldn't afford it, but we had like a scholarship for it. But that shit was expensive. Kindergarten, 20,000, 22,000 a year. Honestly, I've never heard that. My wife's a baby. Okay, from a public school, went to private school in high school, and my grandpa's a pastor. Just go to fucking public school. Like, just don't That's waste what I said. But then, like, oh, my not worth it. I've been to private school. It's not worth it. I know. It's like, maybe you got a scholarship. I'm like, what? Coloring? Like, yeah. what are for, for, for jumping like what is she gonna get a scholarship for like twenty two thousand a year cody you go, you go to a public school right fuck yeah i went to a public school are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> look like i went to a private school oh my god no private like school are always like too sheltered and like the kids never know what real life is i went in there like when i was 14 15, i was like you guys don't even know what like a hard life is like you know what i mean like you guys have just been in the same school since you were born practically and you've never been exposed to real life i know you're right i think you're right i want to put her like in like one of those movies where she goes to all black school and then they like they braid her hair and then teach her how to dance and shit and like learns a lesson all right that's my high school (laughs) so anyway cody you're the best Kay, you're the best bill you're the best i hope you guys have a great week Thank you. Bye-bye. Holidays, guys.